Hi, my name is Mike Richardson. Sitting across the table is Matt Nussbaum. We got a lot of people to offend right now, Matt, so <laughs> yeah, let's get yeah, started. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you're listening to Upstream, the podcast. Hey, so here's the question of the day. How do you wake up in the morning? I'll start off with that. How do you wake up? Are you a fast waker-upper? Are you a slow one? you loud, soft, whatever? And in the context of that, uh, I'm going to throw out the word that a lot of you have heard. Some of you may have not understood what it means, but the idea of being woke that uh, what we're being told in our culture today, we are to be woke. And let me say up front, the purpose of this is not, I'm not mocking the term. I'm just going to explore the term. And we're asking ourselves, what do, what do we do with that? And what does Jesus want from us in terms of what the culture is telling us? Now, let me give you a little history on that term because I was, thought it was interesting to find this out. So the word woke, there was a song in, 19, in uh, 2008 sung by an artist named Erica Badu. And the album was called New America. And she has a song called Master Teacher. And in the song, she keeps she talks about what's wrong with the world. And then the chorus is like, I stay woke, I stay woke. And she keeps repeating that phrase. I will say up front, if you listen to the song, be totally aware up front that the N-word is used multiple times. So just I'm warning you that. But, but the idea of that song, they said that song was one that kind of started etching that word into culture. Be Really? woke about things that aren't right in the world, things that aren't right in culture, things that aren't right with justice issues. And they even trace it back to a 1988 movie that Spike Lee did called uh, School Days, where it was an African-American campus and uh, the, the, the idea of waking up and waking up and how do we wake up to what's going on? So the idea of waking up initially and being woke was initially part of the African-American culture and okay. of course it's morphed over the last couple of years to be a larger sense of being aware of things that aren't right things of things that aren't right with the status quo specifically in the woke culture social justice issues and things like that so just keep in mind the idea of woke is the idea of staying aware aware of things that aren't right all right so now I'm going to start from that point, though. I'm going to jump then to Jesus because Jesus uses the term. The Bible uses this phrase, wake up many times. And so in the same kind of sense, Jesus is asking you to wake up, to be aware when something's off, when something's not right. So we're going to be talking over the next couple weeks today. This, this episode and the next one are kind of foundational. We're going to be talking about some of the issues that are, that, that are dealing with in our culture today, whether it's racism, white privilege, LGBTQ plus individuals. What do we do with other religions? What about violence in the world? But we're going to look at those not from being woke to the culture, but being awake to what the Holy Spirit through Jesus is telling us to do. Those are two vastly different things, but they have some connections because sometimes being woke to the culture gets our attention about things, but then we have to bring the question to Jesus because Jesus is constantly wanting us to wake up. So, you know, in the Bible, the, the, the terms about waking up, if you look in the Old Testament, I mean, there's wake up, wake up, wake up. I say, wake up, look around, do this. So the, God's always calling his people to wake up. Um, but there's times where uh, Jesus uses that term. So I just wanted to start with that because everything we base here, because it's upstream. Jesus was the original upstream person. Right. It's all about, well, what does Jesus say? So let's look at what Jesus said about waking up and what he meant by that. And then we're going to go back to the woke culture issues and kind of revisit those, but only through the grid of Jesus. So, for example, there's two different times where Jesus uses the word equivalent to waking up. One is in uh, John chapter 4. And this is right after he had had interaction with Samaritan woman, 
which interesting enough with his interaction with the Samaritan woman, there's there's racial issues there, there's sexual morale, all kinds of issues there. Disciples were kind of shocked by it. And in the post-conversation, Jesus actually says to the disciples, he says, but I say to you, wake up and look around. The fields are ripe for harvest. So he's asking asking us and them to wake up that that this that wake up to the reality of what God's doing in the lives of people. So his first wake up, we need to wake up first to Jesus. The church's job is not to wake up to the culture right now. First, the first job is we wake up to the spirit of Jesus. So when Jesus tells the disciples, wake up and look around. And I think what I take from that is even on these woke issues, let's make sure we're looking at these issues, not as issues, but they are people who are involved in some of these issues, whether it's LGBTQ, racial issues, other world religions or whatever. These are people we're talking about and Jesus cares about these people. So wake up. That's the one thing Jesus says in in John. But then he also uses the term, the same kind of uh, language in Revelation 3. And again, you might think, well, Revelation, Jesus wasn't. No, but John had the vision. And uh, you remember this, Mike. John has a vision and Jesus is talking to him. And Jesus is challenging different churches. And one of them is the church in Sardis. And Jesus has some hard words to say for the church in Sardis. And he says this, I know the things you do and that you have a reputation for being alive, but you are dead. And then he says, wake up. So it's this sense of Jesus is also challenging us when we have kind of this hypocrisy in our lives. And he he said, you, you think you're alive, but you're dead, so wake up. But again, he's not saying wake up to Fox News or CNN. He's not saying wake up to what's going on in the culture today. He says wake up to what the Holy Spirit wants to do and can do. So I, I tell people right at the, the get-go, if we're going to be deal with the woke issues of culture, the absolute first step is let's wake up to what Jesus wants to do in our lives. And it merely means waking up to the Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit's not a part of the of our conversation about being woken by Jesus, then we're then we're then we're just playing political games. But if I can hear you, so we're supposed to wake up to what Jesus is saying, what the Holy Spirit, does that mean that therefore if we're doing that correctly, us being accused that we're not woke culturally could vanish, would vanish? Uh, I don't know that it'll vanish because Jesus has always said the, the, the world's never going to applaud us when we respond to the Holy Spirit. We, we're, that's never, right. we're no, never of course told not. that. But I, but I, but, but I get our, the sense from you were saying if, if we did this correctly, if, we, if the church would just wake up, we would already be woke. We'd already be sensitive to what the people around us are accusing us that we're not. Because listen, the very term of being in the woke culture, it implies that we're not. Yes, right. I, 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 and I, I hear what you're saying. I'm not saying that if we did it the right way, the culture would say we're woke. What I'm saying, if we do it the way of the Holy Spirit, the right way of Jesus, we will be agents of healing in the culture. Okay. And agents of salt, exposing truth, but also bringing healing to people. And the culture will not applaud us. But we, are, we will be agents of healing if we wake up to how Jesus may want us to deal with some of these Because the culture is still going to, they're still going to accuse us of not being woke. And even if we do what is right and are awake to the Holy Spirit, they're still going to accuse us for not being woke. Yes, because we're not going to be, we're not going to be woke in the way, because they don't understand things of the Holy Correct. Spirit. Correct, right. So right. our job as pastors, our job is the church, the people, the body of Christ, yes. people who follow Jesus. And again, our job is not to be 
impressive to the culture. Our job is not to t- help the culture realize how relevant we are. Our job <laughs> right. is to respond to the Holy Spirit. And when Jesus says, wake up, look at the people around you, he's saying, this: these are people we're talking about here. Right. And when he says, wake up, you have a reputation for being alive, but you're dead. He's also saying, make sure you clean up your own act. Make sure your heart is right with me before you start diving into these issues and issuing either excessive judgment or excessive freedom to people make sure that so it's it's the relationship we have with jesus and the holy spirit has to be the foundation of how we think about any of these issues yes it has to start there because and with any of these issues as we talk about them every issue we talk about whether it's uh white privilege whether it's uh whether i'm a racist or not whether it's LGBTQ plus issues, lesbian, gay, transgenderist, whether it's any of those issues, whether it's people who are from other world religions, every one of the issues we're going to start with, okay, what did Jesus say that pertains to these issues that helps us think about these things? How can we wake up to the teachings of Jesus? So, and we can't, we can't do this. This is what I know people do. It seems like people do a lot. They say, this is what I think Jesus would say about this. Well, we, we can't put words in his mouth. Correct. We have to say, this is what he said. Yes. And it pertains to this. So how do we... So so on the racial issue that we'll talk about in a few weeks, and you know, Jesus, when he told this Good Samaritan story, that was a racially charged story. And he talks about being a good neighbor. And how do we... How does that translate into how do we, how do you and I, Mike, become good neighbors racially in our culture today? Right. But we we build it on the teachings of Jesus. We don't build it on CNN or Fox News. We build it on the teaching of Jesus. Because again, our, our wokeness is asking Jesus, what do you see and what do you want me to do about this mm-hmm. issue? That's what it means. So I, I, I want to make sure we understand that. It's not a us versus them. We're not trying to win the culture war. Jesus never told us that was our job. Our job is to, is to respond to the Holy Spirit, keep the church fully alive, awake, and free to what God wants to do in our lives. And that has to be the foundation of how we interact with some of these culturally hot topics. And I don't necessarily think is that's the culture that is, at least for me, I've noticed is not my biggest enemy on being woke or not. It is my fellow believers that they have a particular subject, whatever, whatever that particular woke yep. area of culture, that is, their, that is their thing. And that's their top priority at this point. And if I don't happen to be jumping on the same level of enthusiasm then you lack spiritual maturity exactly in fact that just happened to me less than two weeks ago okay i made the statement i seems like the church is more concerned about being woke than they are awake and meaning that i just think that we're the church wants us to be culturally relevant instead of more sensitive just exactly what you said but this came from other believers and i would say in defense of other believers and other pastors because i am one and pastors like i've said before we're all goofy we all have our own they're 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 (laughs) trying to figure out the but how do we deal with this because we don't want to alienate the culture unnecessarily yeah keywords unnecessarily But we also, uh, we're, we're called to be salt in the culture. We're never called to prove to the culture how relevant we are. And I think sometimes because of our insecurities as pastors, myself included, we really want to be relevant. So we want to lean into things so the world doesn't think we're weirdos. Right, right. And we right, don't want right, to right. be weirdos, but we are going to be different. We are, Jesus says we're going to be different. We're, you know, the world's not going to applaud us. So, uh, but you're right. I do think there, I think we think there's only one of two ways. Either we have to be 
on board or not on board. And if we're not on board, then we just are critical and we mock it. And we talk about, well, I think there is, if I can call it this, I think there is a, a third way, mm-hmm. a whole different way that Jesus would say, follow the spirit, follow the teachings of Jesus. You can't make up your own teachings. You can't put, you know, I've heard people say, well, Jesus was this and Jesus was that. Well, if you can say that and then back it up with something he said or did, then that's good. But you can't just make Jesus fit into your culture image of what he wish he was today. Yeah. Excellent. So, and people do that. So so I the, the, the challenge is the very beginning is any of us, I mean, I know, you know, Mike, you, you and I are probably the same way. We can get pretty charged about some of these things. Yeah. And right. we get in arguments, not arguments, discussions, or we get accused of things simply when we didn't even say anything. We feel accused, we go on the defensive. Put that aside. The question we have to be asking is, Jesus, what do you say to me about these issues? And what do you want me as a follower of you to do in these issues? He may call some of us to great actions in certain areas, no actions in others, because we all have different passions. We all have of course, right. but, but whatever he asks us to do, we have to be willing to do in terms of how we engage on some of these issues. So you, I'm, if I'm hearing you right, and the way I feel, there is no such, such level as reaching and i'm doing air quotes here for the woke once you reach to a certain level or a certain understanding what the culture is doing or whatever all suddenly you've arrived and you will be woke because somebody's always going to have a different level of wokeness about any particular subject right well about any particular subject and i think it's even the wrong it's the wrong playing field because the, the question is more important is are you woke to the holy spirit the scriptures, whether it's Old Testament or New Testament, wake up, be clear-headed, wake up. These things like that are said, it's about being awake to the fact that we live in a world that it has an invisible component to it in which the Holy Spirit and the, and God is very active. If we're not going to wake up to that, then the discussions do simply become, I'm more woke than you are. Yes. And we, we're in the wrong playing field. We need to be over here where the, the discussion is, what is the, like, you know, in the revelation, what's the Spirit saying to the churches? Yes. What is the Spirit saying to the churches in America right now about these issues? What, what's the Spirit saying? Not what am I, what do I think or what am I being told by Fox or CNN? What is the Spirit saying? That's the, has to be the starting question. What is the Spirit of Jesus saying to the churches? Well, now I'm I'm just going to say, because I think people are thinking this, Matt, do you feel like there is a pressure on people that it's just like, okay, I've got to go ahead and voice something about this particular woke issue, whatever that, whatever that may be. And we have, and then we, because I see it all the time, Mm -hmm. people are constantly couching and double checking what they're saying because the people some people are just the offense level is at an all-time high we're constantly being scared of saying something that's going to offend somebody yeah we're afraid of that and then you'll see people post things on facebook whether it's a black lives matter sticker or a marriage equality for gays sticker and and there are people that are part of your church but you're like i don't know what to do with this and i but i i think people are trying to navigate it but we're trying to navigate it without first asking yes the Holy i Spirit. think we're using the wrong tools because we're afraid understandably so we're afraid of the we don't want the world to think we're weirdos but Jesus, Jesus said, "Marvel not if the world yes. hates you. They hated me, and, and, therefore and, they will hate you." But we don't do we don't do things to get hated because we're jerks either. Well, no, I you know, <laughs> we don't. No, but that's what some, some no, people think yeah. the job is. But You're right. So, yeah. so we have to be. I I don't need to defend 
Jesus. That's why I said we start right. with the words of Jesus. Right. And if the world doesn't like his words, there are issues with him, not me. If the issue is with yes. me because I'm a jerk, then I'm doing something wrong. Ju- yes. And there are a lot of people in our churches that are doing something wrong with those things. I agree with it. And yeah. there are a lot of people who really just want to be uh, accepted by the world because we don't want to be seen as oddballs. So they kind of fudge on some things. But again, the question has to always go back to what is the spirit of Jesus saying to us? And what did Jesus actually teach on some of these issues about the human heart? And we have to be first, 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 have to ask ourselves, Jesus, am I really awake to your spirit? And if yeah. you're not, you shouldn't even be involved in these conversations from a spiritual point of view. For, because yes. if, if the Holy Spirit's not a part of your vocabulary and you're, and you're engaged in these issues, then you're no different than Fox and CNN. And, and you put a Bible sticker on it and call it Christian, but it's not. <laughs> so Excellent, Matt. Excellent. So anyway, that's that's my, my, my main thing. Right, Jesus wants you to wake up. But the wake up Jesus wants has to be, the starting point has to be, wake up, see the people... The fields are ripe to harvest. Wake up. See your own hypocrisy. Deal with that first. And then follow the Holy Spirit in great freedom and great courage. And let's engage these social issues in ways that will bring hope and healing and redemption to people. Outstanding. Outstanding. Well, I, this is going to be a multi-part series, right? Yeah. This The first two are foundational. Then we actually will have specific episodes that will deal with, one will deal with white privilege. What did Jesus say about that? One will deal with racism. One will nice. deal with lesbian, gay issues. One will deal with trans issues. So we're going to separate the LGBT, the different issues. But again, these are all people. They're not issues. They're people. But Jesus and the Bible speaks on these things with grace and truth. Outstanding. Well, thanks for taking the time to tune in to Upstream. The podcast brought to you by Exodus Church in Bloomington. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.